and welcome to Learning More with the Core, your Community Health Corps podcast. My name is Keely Hancock, and I am a current social work intern with Community Health Corps, East Texas's local mental health and IDD authority. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with Community Health Corps' Community Health Worker Program Manager, Ms. Christy Warren. Ms. Warren is a native of East Texas who graduated from Longview High School as well as Kilgore College, where she attained her Associates in Business. She then proceeded to attain her Bachelor's of Human Services and Master's of Psychology from the University of Phoenix, which led her to Community Health Corps. While at Community Health Corps, she has worked with IDD as a care coordinator, at the beginnings as an LCDC, and is currently the program manager at CHC's new Community Health Worker program. So without further ado, please enjoy Ms. Christy Warren. Good morning, Ms. Warren. How are you? Good morning, Ms. Keeley. I'm great. How about you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited to roll out the new program of Community Health Workers. Yes. So Community Health Worker Program is now my baby. So we are under the SUDS umbrella, so the Substance Use Disorders umbrella, and we are kind of the link between the community and referral sources or resources uh, in the community to help those that are unsheltered and are also identified with a possible substance use disorder, whether they admit to it or, you know, deny it and could possibly want help or treatment and need shelter and of course counseling for the sub use disorder or referrals to different mental health because they could possibly have a co-occurring disorder as well. Of course, that's more common than not. So I've been lucky enough to go out with y'all and it, let me just say it's my new favorite program. I know I shouldn't say that, but whatever. <laughs> Tell the truth. <laughs> I love how we just get to meet people in a raw state of where they are. I mean, we're just driving up and down 80 and all over downtown, hopping out and just saying, hey, how are you? Yep. Do you have shelter? Mm -hmm. Do you have things that you need, you know? Yep. It's great. It is great. I mean, we're doing the essential of what counseling is all about, which is meeting people where they are. So, I mean, in whatever state or condition, this, is, this program is the job that you wanted, but you never knew you wanted. Exactly. Like, you learn everything about your community. You learn about different resources you might not have mm -hmm. known they were there. First of all, let me just tell you, thank you for helping with the big stack of, <laughs> of resources. And now it's down to four pages front and back. So, yes. that's awesome because I had them stacked up everywhere. She has all the resources. She knows everybody in East Texas. I don't know how, but she does. <laughs> so we were deciphering through papers and papers of, oh, well, this place is open for group homes and this place yep. has um, treatment facilities and so on and so on. And so we can give out these referral lists because a lot of folks we're coming across need immediate housing. Yeah, that is correct. And that's not really an option right now yeah. for a lot of people. There's nothing that's really immediate, but we're trying to help with the supplies that they need, like handing out safe sex kits, mm -hmm. wound care kits. And we're going to revisit like our wound care kits. We've realized that what we ordered initially, because this is a, a federal grant. And so this program is the first time it's ever been done in Community Health Corps history. It's the first program we have like this in the counties that we cover. So there's an, not another program that's doing this exact same thing that's in the Longview, Kilgore, Marshall, Tyler. We're, we're the first ones to do it. So it's, it's 
an honor and a privilege and it's a great thing when you start off something from the bottom but we got to revisit like the wound care kits uh we're handing out hygiene kits mm -hmm. which is very very popular because when individuals are out and they don't have the necessities that they need you know that's a hard thing the greatest moment of doing this whole thing was the first day that we went to the downtown bus terminal mm -hmm. where they gather there were two gentlemen sitting out there and because HIPAA can't mention their names, mm -hmm. but they were sitting out there and we stopped and talked to them. And as we were walking away, we heard one guy say, we've never had anybody in the community from any organization stop and check on us and see how we were doing. And they were like, they're the friendliest, nicest people. Yeah. And so, I mean, that was a great feeling. Like, I mean, because they were counted as an individual, they were counted as a mm -hmm. person. And then they felt like we were friendly and we were nice. They felt seen and yeah. heard. Yeah. They and felt then, important to And society. when the guy saw us the next time, we gave him just a hygiene kid a razor and he walked up to us the next time we were out there and he was like hey the razor came in handy I shaved I trimmed everything up and he was excited about it and that's what it's all about I mean you can yeah. be the bright spot in somebody's day that's a good thing absolutely that's a good thing man that's oh that's so important connection like that is so important because a lot of these people out here struggling don't have anybody they right. feel so alone and then after a while they just start believing that nobody cares exactly and, and i mean that if you if you sit down with the people in your community even if you don't know them they don't go to your church they might not be your next door neighbor they might not be the police officer that you talk to at the coffee shop when you go get your coffee in the morning but there's other people out there mm -hmm. that contribute so much to who and what we are as a community and when you talk to them you find out their needs and their wants and you listen to the story the the best thing about this is we're under the the substance use disorder umbrella but a lot of our guys and ladies that are unsheltered or it's not because of substance use like true enough we have some that you can obviously tell because i'm a licensed lcdc mm -hmm. i do the assessment in my head and mm -hmm. so i already know yeah but they'll deny it but for the most part we have individuals like the first guy that we ever stopped so gina is one of our community health workers and we stopped to running the store and we came out there was a guy sitting on the sidewalk and she was like oh hey he might be somebody we can help so we put our stuff in the car and walked over there got referral list and talked to him and he went into the hospital in the place that he was staying at when he went into the hospital and came out had been condemned mm. so that's how he lost his shelter he was out there with his laptop cell phone yeah so and not everybody has six months of a saving to help them yeah Oh, man. Yeah. And I think that's why I like doing this podcast, because we hear the same thing over and over. If you mm -hmm. listen to all the episodes, which y'all should, okay, you're going to hear the same thing. Like, it's not because somebody isn't willing to work or isn't yeah. trying to help themselves. And a lot of the people who are struggling with the substance uh, use habit, they, they're not going to tell you. Right. that they're doing there's shame in it yeah. and they're not proud of it we've not met anybody who's been like yeah i use and i'm excited and yeah. whatever i don't need you no they they know it's not great for them but yeah. it's a habit and it's a pattern and the brain won't let them lose yeah. it because for some reason we as a people there's so much stigma placed on mental health and substance use which is another reason why community health workers exist is because we're here to break the stigma. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of mental health disparities. There's a lot of disparities 
based around uh, substance use and then there's a lot of comorbidities that go along with it which are health issues because we have people in the unsheltered community that have diabetes, have high blood pressure, have some type of heart condition, have suffered with obesity. So they might not have started off being a substance user, right? Uh -huh. But then once you lose your home and your family, now you're out here and you're self-medicating. So one thing led to another and then it snowballed into the situation they're in. We've met so many individuals staying over at Salvation Army and when you ask, a lot of those people are not from here. They're yeah. not from Longview. And a lot of our ladies and, and men that we deal with, they have like the government cell phone. Mm -hmm. So there's not a whole lot of access to mm -hmm. internet. So we are that referral source. Mm -hmm. We're we're the yellow pages. Yeah. We're walking, talking yellow pages. And we kind of start remembering you know different referral sources like one love is a great one we went over oh, yeah. and talked to amanda and she gave us a tour that facility is nine thousand square feet and it is awesome she's getting her computer set up in there there's clean showers in there there's food they have the backpacks in there that they're handing out to those that are identified as being completely unsheltered which means they have no permanent residence no dwelling no safe place to stay yeah. at nighttime. so She's handing out those backpacks, and they come in and can do laundry, sign up for showers, that kind of thing. It's awesome. But the other thing about One Love is because they're working with the post officers, with Officer Birdsong and Officer Duncan, who are our police outreach service team here in Longview. And they actually pick up individuals and take them in, and they can get screened there at One Love, like an immediate screening, and find out okay, where do we need to disperse help? Who do we need to call in? And so those two officers also help with getting people into substance use treatment or mental health treatment. Mm -hmm. And we've updated our list and all that kind of stuff. We've also did calling around to like Kilgore and Marshall so far. And no one from Kilgore has called me back as of yet, but I talked to Officer King and Marshall yesterday. And they do not have post officers, but they have community officers that Officer King let me know if we call her that they'll have them on standby and they will show us where some of the camps are where our unsheltered individuals stay Perfect. and they'll they'll go out with us so that'll be awesome yeah that's the kind of connections we need to make in our community partners we partner with like you said one love um, our local police we're also like Newgate Mission we went up there too they yeah. offer a lot of the same things that one love does and I think just because we're the local mental health authority doesn't mean that we're the we're not see the all, be all, be all you right. know, right? So we have to utilize because sometimes our lists are long or mm -hmm. sometimes we don't have enough providers. So we need to link ourselves with other community exactly. partners. That's so important. Circling back around to you talked about the grant and how this is new. So there's requirements. What requirements are you having to meet with your new program okay so the individuals that we help like i said we're under the substance use disorder umbrella so we're identifying individuals with substance use disorder and that are also unsheltered and it can be we do children we do 13 and up mm -hmm. basically so because anybody else young, younger than that generally are with their with yeah. their parents so it's a whole family thing anyway so we also give out Narcan. Right, we give out Narcan. We've, we've distributed so far eight, nope. Yeah. Is eight. it eight or nine? Eight, because we didn't go out yesterday. Okay, 
So we've distributed so far eight Narcan. The quota is 12 for the quarter. So for the three month period, the quota we have to meet is 12. Our issue is substance use disorder referrals. We're not, we don't have a bunch of people we are referring to treatment because like we said, they're in denial, but that's part of the building up relationships. So the initial, the first week that we went out and we're discussing Narcan, which is the reversal drug for opioid overdose. Mm -hmm. So when People we went like out that. and started talking about it, because they didn't want to admit no. that they were using, no one was taking it. But then after a while, because we had built up these relationships, then Gina got out and she started talking to a couple that you know didn't want to tell us at first. And then they were like, oh, okay, I'll take it because she came at it from the perspective, not just you, but being able to save someone else. Are you around anybody yeah. else? Because that's what it's all about, not just saving you. And then, of course, we had the few that had been out there for so long, mm -hmm. some of our ones that are great, like, I'm not saving anybody. No, <laughs> no. but I was really surprised at how many people, they weren't really concerned about themselves, but they're really concerned about other people other people other yeah. people they're around yeah that it, was wild and it was so it was such a good thing to yeah. see because if if somebody else is wanting to be helpful and when you listen to the stories like they're out there and some of those people that are out there are choosing to be out there because mm -hmm. it's like i'm helping somebody else they bring me this person to helping this person yeah. and I, I mean it's a great thing another thing that we do is like we said the phone situation like i've made some calls for individuals that have been trying to get into housing so i'm like okay what's the number let me call i'm not real big on title and position no, but but not. it helps <laughs> i mean it helps them out for somebody to call and say hey I'm so-and-so with blah, blah, blah versus just regular Joe Blow on the street. So I've called and said, hey, I'm program manager for the Community Health Worker Program for Community Health Corps, and I have Mr. or Mrs. that sent you in. And whereas they wouldn't answer the phone for them, they got on the phone and talked to me. Mm -hmm. So we're trying to make progression and move forward. I've, I've, you know, we've stopped. The team, Keely was with us, and we've went, you know, to apartment complex and got the application and bought it to the individual. and. Mm -hmm sat down and went over and told them what was needed. Yeah. That's the great thing about it. I mean, being out in the community. So community health worker, we do not have a caseload. So the whole community is our caseload. Yeah. <laughs> and so we stop by and check on people. We do do follow up and make sure that they're okay if it was somebody that was not in a coherent state mm -hmm. to really talk to us or somebody that we know that has been out there for a while. We kind of check in, we know the spots that they are and we kind of check in. Yeah. And now we're starting to branch out, like I said, to the surrounding Marshall, areas. Kilgore, yeah. yeah. Tyler area, that kind of thing. I've got to call Tyler to find out. We've also visited Expected Heart. Mm -hmm. We've got a couple of individuals that want us like Newgate you know, said we could come in and talk to them. Expected Heart said we can come in and talk to their ladies. They do a actual class. They do it on, they do it virtual. So they said we could come in and be part of their virtual class and yeah. provide information because some of those ladies and those babies, they have nowhere to go. No. So, and then Kirkpatrick House is part of Community Health Corps, but that's also a resource for us because we have people, even though they have a waiting list and don't have a lot of places, we have women and children that might not have places to go. So when yeah. we run into that, knowing where to refer them. And it, they could still get on with the CCC and be a part yeah. of those classes mm -hmm. until they could get into the homes. It's, it's not nothing. 
they exactly. still have somebody to talk to and a community to support them. Exactly. Which is amazing. Yeah, and not just talking to those post officers, but we were at <laughs> Teague Park, and I was like, hey, I think that's Officer Duncan. It wasn't. It turned out to be Bert's song, but we <laughs> drove up beside him and got out and talked to him and met him. You know, he talked to us there in the park, so knowing that there's people out there, and I, I try to call weekly and let them know, hey, we're still here, we're still in this area, so somebody knows, because it's safety first. Yeah. It's safety first. And so we jumped off of it, but this is a federal grant, and how the whole community health worker grant got started is it's federal and it trickled down to state level because we are in an opioid fentanyl crisis fentanyl is is the big thing and there's been so many overdose deaths yeah. because people are not realizing that heroin is being laced with fentanyl that if there's someone Adderall, that's take, taking oxycontin yeah. taking xanax all these pills are pressed with fentanyl and they might not know and that is the education that we are providing to the community because we ran into those that will admit or say well i just smoke meth well i just and so we've explained that you might not have knowledge of it yeah. but the person that sold it to you mm -hmm. has full knowledge that it's been laced with something and the reason being and everybody wants to know why is because fentanyl is cheaper so much cheaper it's cheaper what was it at the etcada it's like five cents to make it yeah yeah, and yeah. then they're marking it up on the street. Yeah. So it's and you get it so on the much. black market for about four hundred dollars. Mm -hmm. You take it. I mean, and that's another resources Ed Cotta mm -hmm. that can give you all kinds of statistics that you need. Oh yeah, Miss Mindy is the one to go to. She's got all the numbers, all the data, all the surveys. They just put out the Region Four Needs Assessment, which is where we are. We're in Region Four. Just if y'all don't know. Yes. <laughs> so, I encourage everybody to look that up. I've used it for a lot of papers for mm -hmm. class. And Region 4 is 23 counties, even though we don't cover all 23 in Region 4, yeah. it is 23 counties. Mm -hmm. Also, Healy sent information to Gina about PrevNet doing their Too Cool for Drugs training. And I, I was looking at it before I came down to do the podcast, and I think that's something that, because it starts in January, I think it's January the 12th, it's something that myself and the rest of the community health workers, I think we need to do. It's you know it's children I think fourth grade and on mm -hmm. but it's information in there that I think we all need to know and part of this is education and staying updated yeah. so I think myself and all the community health workers it's one day and we're gonna we're gonna take Good. that course Good. and we're also gonna participate in point in time count for the unsheltered we're gonna be doing that the team should be full I'm hoping December I'm hoping the first of December everybody should be on board and getting ready to start Community health worker is a certification. It's not a licensure, but it's a certification that you can get with 160 hours of training yes. and it has to be approved training through the HHSC mm -hmm. on that website or you can get it because of prior experience within the past three years, a thousand hours of experience. So there's a lot of unmentioned, unnamed, uncertified community health workers, but there's probably a bunch of people that should already be certified and don't know it. So if they go on that HHSC website and look under community health worker, mm -hmm. it gives all the details. And That's what I'm working on now because I've been an intern since April. So I have over a thousand hours and all I have to do is fill out some forms, have my supervisors take a look and boom, I get to be able to go out more often as an intern. So any other interns listening or anybody else working here that's interested, yeah. It's a it's just a great program to at least go out once, you know, 
just like we should maybe go out on a ride along with the police officer every now and then yeah. just to understand it's it's a great opportunity to give you a different perspective yeah and that's something i really want to do is go on a ride along but now that i've seen we're, we're the same place as our post offices are i'm like i, I think we're we're already doing that yeah, aren't we i think we're riding along right now he just didn't know we were there yeah and i mean it's it's a lady down in veterans that she talked to me and so she's she's doing her chw by experience also i mean like act team ist a bunch of people that are in the community it has to fall in line with the core competencies of the chw which is also listed on that site and yeah. there's eight of them but you have to have been inside those core competencies and we provide education on hiv hepatitis mm -hmm. tuberculosis other sexually transmitted disease that kind of thing i mean i mean we literally get down on a person's level like we're sitting out there we're not just standing up mm -mm. you know we we go out in casual attire mm -hmm. we sit down out in the park and talk mm -hmm. and i mean we've talked to an individual that was just laying on a bridge yeah you know just and it was still hot then just laying out there i mean we try to find a safe place to park and we stop and we kind of let them know hey i just want to talk to you mm -hmm. And, and they, they've been really receptive, like the community has been really, really receptive. So when we branch out into other areas, I'm not real sure what's what, going to happen. What's going to happen. But so far here in Longview, everybody's been great. Yeah, and somebody's got to do it, right? Right. And we're attending Zoom calls and getting the name, getting the name out there. We attend the uh, East Texas Recovery Initiative call, mm -hmm. the Homeless Coalition call. I went to the Longview uh, Net Coalition meeting that was held at the library. So, I mean, there's a bunch of things that we're actively trying to get involved with so people can know who we are and what we do because Absolutely. we're brand new. Well, and so I know it's fresh and I know it's new, but as a program manager, do you have like a long-term goal, like a, an image at the end of the tunnel of what you hope this program will become? Well, this, this is a grant program, and it, the grant is for five years, but I, w I want it to be part of Community Health Corps going forward to, you know, the date that we started that I originally came on board was October the 3rd. But I want it to be here going forward, and I want it to be something that the community knows, hey, this group of individuals, even though I, I can just be honest and say I know the whole team will not always, always be here. There might be different people, you know, they might move on and somebody new come come in, but just the community health worker under Community Health Corps just be known as an actual helping source. Like, just like that gentleman said, that we're friendly, we're here to help and we can provide and that we grow. Like I said, we got to look at a bunch of things and rechange, like the setup of some of the things we do and we're learning as we go. Mm -hmm. But I want it to be like a pillar of the community, something that people look to for help and yeah. and I wanted to make a difference like I want to see a drop in the number of our unsheltered population and our individuals that have untreated substance use disorders and I want that to be something that we help to change yeah I want us to be written down as a, as a help in that and that other people just like we count on one love just like we know who those officers are I want them to know who we are absolutely yeah well miss Christie one last question I ask everybody, okay. if you've listened, you probably haven't. Um, <laughs> what's your self-care? How do you take care of yourself? How are you compassionate to yourself? 
My self-care, let's see. I have a time once I get home that I really don't, I don't talk to people, I don't do anything. I mean, I might have on some music, but as far as just doing stuff, like I have that hour, two hour time frame because my kids are all grown. <laughs> I have that hour, two hour time frame that I don't talk to anybody, Deep I don't impressed. do anything, I do my bubble bath or listen to my music. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I really just sit and stare at a wall. Yeah. That is that is the honest and just process truth. your day. I, yes. Yeah. I don't say anything. I take some deep breaths and I just sit. I got a little I don't know, it's Ottoman footstool, whatever yeah. it is in my room. And I just kind of sit and stare for a little while. Then I read my scripture and yeah. then I go on with the rest of my night and watch all my reality shows. <laughs> but, and that is the most yes. honest answer I've gotten from yes. anybody. I so appreciate that because yes. I relate to that. That's what Sometimes I do. Sometimes you just need to sit in a quiet room mm -hmm. or a quiet car for an hour yeah. and be like, did this really happen today? It did. Okay. Yep. Let that just flow through. And I turn on my aromatherapy with my peppermint and my Ooh. cute little lights that change to purple yeah. and pink. And, yep, that's what I was doing last night, watching my little, <laughs> yeah. All right. Yep, I put my peppermint in there. I put a little tea tree oil in Ooh. there last night because it was like a cleansing thing. Oh, so. okay. All yeah, right. it was great. My house smelled great. I bet it did. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much, Miss Christy, for coming on You're and welcome. spreading the word. I hope everybody enjoyed. All righty, thank you, Keely.